when I was growing up, and obviously I got to a certain age, <clears throat> and I was allowed to stay up to midnight on New Year's Eve. Wow, how exciting. My nana, my granddad came, my auntie and the neighbours would pop in and out all night. It was really, really, really exciting. Nana came with her delicious homemade mint savouries, the meat variety, not the fruit ones. Neighbours would pop in and the noise level would get louder and louder as the evening wore on. I would remember being woken up by mum saying, Happy New Year! And I'd missed it. I'd missed all the signs. I'd missed the laughter. I'd missed the big countdown. How exciting is it to count down to midnight? Because I was sound asleep in the beanbag. Mum would say, do you want a mince pie now? Nah, I'll just go to bed. I did not stay awake. I missed all the signs pointing to midnight. But don't worry, I had my fill of Nana's homemade mince savouries on New Year's Day picnic. As we begin a, church, a new church year with this first Sunday in Advent, we move from Luke's Gospel to Matthew. And his version of the story asks the same question as Luke. How will we know, Lord? What will be the sign? When will your kingdom arrive? Jesus answers that we must stay alert because we just never know when the Lord will return. In the Gospel reading today, this passage keeps repeating the main theme. The main theme becomes very familiar and you may have figured out from this passage, the theme is, no one knows when the Son of Man will come again. Which is interesting, because last week I had a leaflet in my letterbox telling me about the end times and reminding me to repent. I didn't actually read it, I threw it away. It must have been difficult for the disciples to understand that even Jesus didn't know when the second coming would take place. They knew that Jesus was certainly the Messiah, the Christ God had promised to redeem Israel. They had seen God's power working through Jesus as he healed and performed miracles before their very eyes. They had just begun to grasp what it meant to be following the Son of God, and they believed with all their hearts that Jesus could do absolutely anything. So why couldn't he tell them when the end would come? How could he possibly not know? Jesus tells them that the day and the hour cannot be known and there will certainly be signs that point to the time as it draws near. Just as in Noah's time, the people were carrying on their daily business and were surprised, they were surprised by the flood. So the coming of the Son of Man will be a sudden surprise for us too. It's interesting in the story of Noah that the same water that held up the ark, saving Noah and his family, and the animals of course, also destroyed those who were unprepared for the disaster of the flood. Remember that Noah had been building the ark for many years when the flood finally came. Though he had been faithfully telling them to get ready for it, people ignored it. Then the floods came and there was no time for the people in Noah's time to change their minds, to repent and turn back to God. 
It's interesting that the people failed to notice the signs that the ark was getting finished, that the animals were gathering two by two, that dark rain clouds were forming in the sky. The signs were all there, but the people didn't see them. They weren't prepared. No one can know the day or the hour, but there will certainly be signs that point to the time of Christ's coming as it draws near. Then come the uncomfortable verses about one taken and the other left. I don't know how accurate the books and movies of the Left Behind series were. I never read them because their focus is on the rapture of believers and a frightening portrayal of life on earth. We need to remember that Jesus is speaking in parables to help his listeners understand a deeper truth about the coming of the Son of Man. The point is not to speculate about a final day of judgment sometime in the future, but to confront us with God's radical claim on us here and now. Maybe it's helpful to ask ourselves, am I living in the way of Christ? Am I living in the way of Christ? Am I trusting him alone? So how do we prepare? How do we stay awake? How do we watch for the Lord to come again? We go about our daily work filled with expectation. We do not live in anxiety, afraid of being left behind, but we live in a state of joyful expectation as we anticipate Christ's coming. We do not wait passively, but we are actively engaged in the work of the kingdom, our hearts and lives reconciled to God, living our lives out in expectant hope. We trust in the future, <coughs> excuse me, not controlling or even knowing the details of what yet is to come, because all our hope is founded in God alone. Just as the Old Testament reading earlier shows us, the prophet Isaiah giving a vision of a coming kingdom of God. Remember the words that were read by Frieda. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established. All the nations shall stream to it, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction. He shall judge between the nations. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war any more. Wouldn't that be an amazing world to live in where there's no war? And he finishes with, O house of Jacob, Come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. We are expectant and hopeful. This first Sunday of Advent is the Sunday of hope, after all. We live in the hope that God will keep his promise, just as God always keeps his promise. We develop the art of watchful living as we faithfully pursue the purpose to which God has called us here and now. 
It is from this here and this now that we remember the history of God's promises kept, even as we look ahead toward the time beyond time, when Christ will come again in glory and in all things will be made new. In the meantime, we are being made new. We need to stay alert, hoping and faithfully living into the future of God's kingdom. We must be ready, prepared to meet Christ when he comes. Remember, Jesus tells us in the gospel reading, not when he comes, but more importantly, are we ready? Are, we, are you ready to let him change you <clears throat> excuse me, into a new person? Are you ready to give up habits that keep you from living a life that is rich and full of hope and promise? Are you ready to give up everything that keeps you from giving your life to Jesus? Are you ready to do that every day? It's a big ask, isn't it? Because if we do, that is the good news, people. God loves us so much that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have eternal life. Eternal, abundant life can begin right here, right now. No one knows when Christ will come again, but he's coming. We can wait in fear. We can ignore the signs that tell us the time is near. Or we can wait, faithfully prepared and expectantly ready, living in the hope that God will once again, keep his promise. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. Amen.